Welcome to the Dr. Swole Nunzi Show. I'm Dr. Swole and this is... Your boy Nunzi, having funzy in a muscle onesie. Yeah. Let's go. The Love onesie. The beats, man. Yeah, in the onesie, man. Getting Yo, into how it. you doing? Give me some nuts, dude. Yo, my so, boy. How you doing? Here we are. And we're starting off with our life hack of the day. I'm actually switching it up. We've been going through some of the 4-8 Laws of Power, which I love. But so, the other one I like ooh. is... The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People okay. by Stephen Covey. This yeah. is actually one of my favorite of all time books. I saw someone reading that the other day. I always yeah. like to eavesdrop on like what people are reading. What are you reading? Someone was reading that. And I thought of you. Yeah, it's good you shit. Love this book. So we're gonna go through some of these. The first one, habit number one, is to be proactive. Focus and act on what you can control and influence instead of what you can't. Oh, and I think this is massive. Ooh. You know, focusing on what he talks about is sphere of control. So the sphere of influence. So yeah. think about, you know, a big, uh, like a big circle of the things that are possible, like possible outcomes. And then think of a smaller circle inside of that, which are the things you can actually control. Yeah. And then, so the, and the bigger, sorry, the bigger circle is what you can worry about. And the smaller circle is what you can control. Mm. Now the thing is people get stressed when their circle of influence, which is the smaller circle inside, is very small. Like they can't do many things to change what's going on. Right. And they have a big circle of worry. Yeah. Like they worry about a lot of things that they can't control. Yeah. Now the key is to make your inner circle as big as possible. So think about things you can control. And then shrink the other circle around it. And the ideal scenario is having the two circles overlap. Ooh. Where you're at a point, One fucking circle. Yeah. yeah, holy shit. Where you're like, <laughs> where you're like, yeah, you don't give, you don't give a fuck about you, what's going on if it's not in your control. I mean, yo, look, man, this is like, this is fucking, this is fact. I wake up every day. No, no joke. I've been doing this for the last couple of years. My, ever since I've known Brahman, I say, Brahman, I say, what's the mission? She says to inspire. I'm like, what do we control? Is our effort. The only thing that you can control in your life, Bill, is your effort. The what changed my life per se was learning to disattach from outcome, right? If you are outcome focused, you're gonna get fucked. Like you're just gonna be stressed out. You're gonna have a lot of worry because you're focused on outcomes, right? But dude, all you can control is your controllables. Mm. Control your controllables. There's only, and that's all you can do is, is effort. When I go in the audition room, I, I don't know if they're gonna pick me. That's out of my control, right? But what I can do is bring my best effort forward. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever work I do, what, whatever, like if they, if people like it or don't, it's like, it's it like the, to me, effort is the, the, the thing that is the most important that's going to separate you. Um, just, just take it on another level, right? Cause you can't control it's out. Everything's out of your control, right? Like, let's just bring up COVID, you know, just quickly. And I never want to fucking bring this up cause you know, law of attraction 101, I don't want to feed in my energy, but I will say this. It's like, um, regardless of your opinion, it's out of your control in that. Like all of this is out of your control. So just take a deep breath, focus on your effort, and wake up excited, man. And overlap the circles, bro. I like that, man. Yeah. Because the more you focus on outcome, the more you're gonna worry. Hell yeah. Speaking of auditions, I told you about the TV show I'm auditioning for. Yo, like American, <laughs> like what is it? Like what is it? Uh, uh, it's, amazing Race. Is yeah, it's gonna be like a cross between Amazing Race and American Ninja Warrior. Basically, they're what just the gonna fuck? have people, you know, going into these adapted sports and like no competing. Way. So, That's cool. Yeah, yeah, I have my interview. What's what is it like on TV? Like it's gonna be on uh, CBC. Apparently. Oh, so, dude, yeah, I'll be cheering you on, man. So anyway, <laughs> that's cool, dude. Well, that's what I mean, right? Like that's auditions are great examples because like so many actors, it's like, bro, 
focus on your craft. Focus on being the best you can be. Because when the time is, when the time calls, get up on stage and perform. You know, and if, if you don't, if you don't do that, then say la vie, man. But yo, today's a good topic, man. I'm excited about today. Um, switching gears. Mm-hmm. We love y'all. Always, always a pleasure to be doing this Doctor Swolnunzi show. Yo, you gotta check out the vertical content. FYI, it's fucking jokes. Anyway, yeah, check it out. Macros. Macros. Oh, let me let me tell you something here quickly, team. So, <laughs> uh, I you know proud trainer on the floor. You know I've I've serviced over a thousand clients easily, and like the most common goal you could say is people want to lose weight, right? That's mm-hmm. like ninety percent of the time. You'll have muscle gain, maybe some general health or an injury you know, rehabilitating an injury, but most of the time, 90% of the time, people want to lose weight, you know? And, uh, you know, we have, we, we have discussed many times on this show, you know, nutrition and different diet myths and all this different kind of shit, right? But like the law of thermodynamics basically just states that if you want to lose body fat, you have to be in a caloric deficit. There's no arguing that. Um, and to achieve weight loss or, or body fucking, you know, reduction, you, you, you simply have to know what you're putting in your body. And the, 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 the topic of tracking your calories or tracking your macros, the amount of times when I would bring that up. So I'd be in a consultation and people say, I want to lose weight. I'm at this point. I, I got to make this change. I'm like, okay. And then I say to them, you know, later on, like, are you open to tracking your calories? Oh, eye rolls. Uh, I don't want to, you know, it's like, well, dude. And like, get this, okay. Of every single client that I trained and helped find better versions of themselves, the ones who had the most dramatic weight loss, like we're talking like 120 pounds, we're talking 60 pounds, we're talking 40 pounds, big, big weight loss here. Mm. They all tracked their motherfucking cows to a T. Your boy Nunzi here, I went through my own 100 pound tra- weight loss transformation. Can you believe that team? I lost, not 100, I should bring that back. I lost 80 pounds and I was still eating shit, but I tracked my food. And we're going to talk about today the importance of tracking and the degrees of level of tracking. Like, for example, my friend here, Bill Swolf. This guy is, what, 10 weeks out from a bodybuilding yeah, show. Man, let's go. And he would be on the really, really extreme end of tracking. So what, like, it's like you weigh everything, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you just weigh scale, everything yeah. to a T. <clears throat> yeah, man. Yeah, this, this is huge. And yeah. <clears throat> I think that is really key for people to at least get a, an idea, a conceptual understanding of macros, calories, and the breakdown of what they're eating. So because, important. yeah, I think that's one of the biggest issues where a lot of people, they they don't really think about the actual, they don't really know what's what they're eating. And even just stopping and taking an audit of looking at nutrition facts and starting to think about things will go a long ways. And I think it's one of the first things I get clients to work on. So yeah, let's talk about some of the different approaches. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like, I mean, look, like, so, this is kind of like, look at tracking your food, in my opinion, Bill. It's like, look at it as like a scale, right? It's like scalable, right? So if, if you go to the farthest end, like where you're on right now, where basically if you were going to take your body to a level of body fat that's like not actually like supposed, like your body doesn't want to go there, then you have to be so dialed in with like literally knowing exactly how many grams of protein, how many grams of carbs and fats, etc. So like Bill would be on the very extreme end of counting where... 
you know, he's got the food scale pretty much on his person. I won't even be shocked if you're pulling that out at restaurants. You know, that's like what some I used to hardcore do. people do Not when they fucking, season. you know, wait. Some people won't even go to restaurants because they can't track their food. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that's super common, right? Especially in the fitness scene. Um, and, and people start to, when they get, you know, we'll talk about that too. A little bit of it, like addicting to counting. But um, that's kind of like the one end. But one of the things I've always taught my clients is like, you don't necessarily need to do that. And I always say just to start to ballpark. And one of the best things you can do is download MyFitnessPal, I think, or, or like there's so many different apps, right? So like there's different ways that you can track food, right? But like, you know, if you're super, super new, like downloading something like MyFitnessPal, you can start to learn just the value of food. Like for me, I've been doing this, bro, for like 14 years, right? So I don't necessarily track my food, but I have a very, very good gauge in terms of like how much I'm eating, if I'm overeating, if I'm under eating, like I just know because I've counted for so long, right? So if you're super new, you got to start to learn just like food, you know, and MyFitnessPal is going to mm -hmm. do that. It's going to teach you like, oh shit, yeah, this was 2,000 fucking calories. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think the point to emphasize here is that it's a skill set. And it is. What, oh, You know, huge. what Nunzi said is that it will, it may seem annoying and cumbersome at the, like on day one. But you will realize that like it becomes internalized, yeah, and this yeah. is ultimately what you want to be thinking about. Is it's not going to be, it's not going to feel like this all the time, and it's not that hard to just start start tracking a little bit on my fitness pal. And the other thing I like having people do is, you know, have a little food diary where you just write Writing. down yep. what you ate yep. over like a day or two, like you're an average day for you, yep. and then go on Google. So, you know, if you don't like the app, then you can go on Google and just like look up the nutrition facts in, you know, like a bowl of rice or, you know, whatever you had and then break it down and just have an idea of what your meals contain. It's, I love what you said about a skill set because I've said that so many times to people. It's like this it's is like it, it's such a skill. Like you can't just like track it. Like it's going to be at first frustrating. It's going to be very time consuming. You're going to mm -hmm. have to, you know, but guys, that's how you lose the fucking weight. <laughs> like it's like clients will come in and be like all pissed off that they're not losing the weight. I'm like, bro, you're not tracking. Like, what do you want me to do? It's like, oh, like, like I'm eating this and this and this. I'm like, bro, if you were, I'm not saying I'm not like, you know, I'm not, I wasn't like accusing my client of lying to me, but I'm like, bro, like, like if you, if you're saying you're eating this and you're in a deficit, you would be losing weight. That's like, unless there's something like really intense hormonal thing going on, but like more often than not, people are over consuming. And, um, one of the things about like, for example, like my fitness pal, uh, you know, this tracking app, like it's, it's come a long way. You know, I, I used it when I first started when there wasn't even an app version. It was just on the computer. But uh, one of the things about, you know, like let's say for MyFitnessPal, it's like they make it now. The app is so convenient where like if you eat out, if you're a person who eats out a lot, dude, they have every – they basically have every chain restaurant and the entire menu already pre-calculated in there. If you go to Nando's and you get the skewers and the fucking rice, it's in there. You go to Earl's and you get the fucking – you know, salad or whatever, the, the Ranko screens, it's in there. It, like it, everything is in there unless you're going to like an, an off, you know, whatever. And I start to teach, like, you know, one of the things I always taught my clients as well is like start to just like kind of ballpark things, right? Like, so for example, let's say you made a chicken stir fry, mm -hmm. right? The bill way of doing it and the extreme way of doing it is you would break down every single component, right? You would weigh your rice, you'd weigh your chicken, you'd weigh your teriyaki sauce, you know, I always got, I, I actually was, I, I don't know if you weigh your vegetables. I don't, I don't yeah. weigh vegetables. That's a weight. Like that's kind of silly. Um, but um, anyway, but it, and if you weren't inclined to do that, just type in chicken stir fry and you're going to get some generic chicken stir fry. Right. Mm -hmm. And then like, you know, you know, you can even like look at like, so like I, I got really good at like knowing serving sizes. Right. So like a palm. Yeah. You know, of my hand is like, you know, about a hundred grams to say of chicken. Like I always like kind of like 
based on the thickness. I could just guesstimate. And that's that's the skill set here, team, is starting to like literally guesstimate what your meals are. And it got even to a point for me where I wasn't even typing in food bill. I would look at a meal and I'd quick at. Like I could look at a random meal, go through my head. Okay, chicken, we got this and that, this and that. I'm going to say it's about five to 700 calories. Split the difference, 600. So at least as I'm going along my day, I can know, oh shit, I'm getting about 3,500 calories. Yeah. You know, and like that's when I need to stop. And it takes me no time at all. Yeah, that's great, right? Like, and you want to be thinking about this in terms of eyeballing, like learning the skill of being able to look at something, engage it. Where, funny story, where <laughs> this is a while ago. Find the sound, yeah. <laughs> a couple years ago, I was dating this uh, Austrian girl who's like a bikini athlete. Okay. And. We were, I was, she was visiting Vancouver. I was like taking her to get ramen. She hadn't had ramen before. And she just like, she was on prep and she's like, oh, how many calories do you think this is? And I was just, I thought about it. I'm like 700. And she looks it up and it's in my fitness pal and it's like 700. Yeah, and yeah. she looks up at me with what these the big fuck? eyes and she's <laughs> like, I'm so turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? That, I mean, dude, cause like, but, but skill remember team too, you can only gain that like, like, the amount of times I think I've, I've punched chicken breast into, you know, exactly. my fitness pal, right? So that, that's the thing is it, it's getting to that level. And, and if you are new to like, let's say tracking or whatever, you know, there's, you know, we talked about writing a food journal, you know, even that holds you accountable. I used to get photos. I used to get clients to take photos of their food. What, what, what this is stemming from is be, you're starting to become aware of what you're actually putting in your body. Mm-hmm. Like I'll ask a client for the first thing, what did you eat today? People don't even know what they're eating. It's like, dude, like you gotta, if you, if you really want to change your physique, then you gotta start to understand what you're putting in it. That just seems common knowledge to me. Right. And obviously the amount of food you eat, um, is going to be huge. So there has to be some level of awareness of like what you're consuming. You know what I mean? And especially, like I said, like even like, you know, we're just talking calorie value. Like we can even break it down into the macro level. Like, are you consuming enough protein? Mm -hmm. How much sugar are you consuming? You know, what's your fat intake like? What's your, you know, so this is where the MyFitnessPal as well is going to uh, really help you, you know, start to learn basic macros. Like people don't understand what high protein food is. You know what I mean? Like, and like, oh shit, like this actually has like 30 grams of carbs in it. That's actually unhealthy or like, oh my God, this has 12 grams of sugar. Like, you know, so you start to actually learn about, you know, different food. And the other thing about MyFitnessPal too, Bill, and this is, I use this so much. And if anyone's a big MyFitnessPal fan, they'll know what I'm saying. Is they got the barcode scanner, bro. Fucking key. Like I'd be in the kitchen just scan, 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 way, way, yo, let's go, right? So, um, you know, it's it, it's imperative and I've seen it over and over. I also need to make a really important point though. Do you have a sound for this? Get them to get, get it like this. Ooh. I suffered from an addiction to it. So I do want to just briefly do a disclaimer about being careful the type of person you are that it does get to a point where I became so addicted to tracking that I like, for example, like I wouldn't go out because I couldn't track my food mm-hmm. or, you know, I would be tracking my spinach. Mm-hmm. You know, I always found it really funny too that, you know, I always tracked on the really, really good days. And then I would put the phone away when I just said, fuck it, you know, and just like go falls to the wall. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I think that there's also some, a conscious awareness of that is like, Remember, man, this is just a tool in your toolbox. Like, you don't have to, like, just be wary of, like, getting, like, sucked into it and it's starting to take over other areas of your life because the whole point of this is to find balance um, and peace 
And one of my favorite quotes ever when it comes to nutrition is when the cup is full, stop pouring. You know, mm. it's to start really just listening to yourself. But anyway, man, if you want to lose weight, we, you got to be in a deficit. Yeah, you know? those are, so, yeah that's a, I'm glad you brought that up because people get bogged down in the counting and the numbers, right? And you'll, you'll start seeing people where, like they're just putting stuff on a scale and just looking at the number, not even like looking at what they're putting in. Where the ultimate goal, a reminder, is that you want to be striving to move towards that place where you can eyeball things that you you're using the scale to get off the scale and you'll see me weighing my shit out but this isn't what i do year round no and it's also something that it's like i'm in a very extreme state so like you kind of want to be using this information to start working towards that more intuitive approach and the other thing i want to say is just to give people a very Ball, a ballpark way of going about things so let's say you if, if you're a very structured person and you just don't know where to start a good thing to, to do at the beginning is to as i said have that food journal and then keep your food your kind of meal structure stable for mm. a little while like just kind of eat the same sort of thing every day and then start looking up what kind of substitutions you can make that will still be the same in terms of calories yeah so for example if you had that palm-sized piece of chicken then one day maybe you'd swap it for a palm-sized you know piece of roast beef right or something or yeah. you let's say you find that a bowl of rice might be equal to like you know a, a few pieces of fruit or something yeah. like that and then starting to realize that what you can swap in and out and then that will start giving you that freedom where eventually you're able to swap things on the fly you gave me a really you just brought up a really good point uh and just reminder because i always gave my clients two options i said You're going to either do if it fits the macros, so we're going to count the calories on the tracker to know that we're in a deficit, or we're going to pre-calculate a meal plan. And I think that what you said there is absolutely brilliant. I think that another way to save time for yourself is start to like for me, my breakfast, three eggs, half an avocado, 380 calories, whatever, right? Like I just know Mm -hmm. like my lunch, salad, like if you can start to just have meals in the day Mm -hmm. that are really satisfying to you in like, like variance is important in your diet but i do believe that you like you know for me dinner is my variance you know mix but like i have staples it's like you're gonna it's gonna be a long road if you're gonna like i mean and i, I applaud like having different things all the time but if you're serious about losing weight per se you, you have to have some just sort of like regiment yeah old you know just like this is my breakfast this is my lunch my dinner's my flex meal and these are my options for my nighttime snacks right and if you want to play that way because then you can get to a point where you don't have to track you know and i think ultimately no matter what it goes on this sort of, it goes like this. <clears throat> Let's say you're brand new. You need to learn the value of food. Step one, mm-hmm. tracking, writing, being aware. Once you get to a point where you start to get very familiar with, you know, what numbers are and that kind of thing, you can start to put the phone down and be more intuitive. Mm-hmm. And then through time, you can like really start to just like know your body. And I think it's also a great resource. Like even for myself, like let's say for example, I wake up, you know, maybe I've been like on a, on a two month spree where I've gained some weight, you know, I'm bigger, um, you know, maybe I'll just do one day of tracking just to kind of see where I'm doing. Like, how am I doing right yeah. now? Where am I at? Right. Just mm-hmm. use it as a tool, a very yeah. scarce tool. I'm going to Mexico in three weeks. Okay, fuck. I'm going to track for the next three weeks. You know, like use it sparingly. Yeah. No, that's a great point. And what, what he was talking about in terms of just periodically auditing things. I think is also great where it's just like you're just just making your making sure you're not veering off course in terms of what you're kind of eating. So, yeah, I think that's given some people some great yeah. tips. And some I mean, don't don't awesome uh, just like understand that, you know, if you are in a point where you want to drastically change your body, um, 
you, you gotta, there's gotta be a level of rolling up the sleeves and, and, and putting in a little extra work. And like, you know, the amount of eye rolls and people who just don't want to count, I actually don't get it because it's like, dude, how much time do you spend on fucking Instagram? Like how much time do you like spend on like, you know, watching mm-hmm. a TV show? It's like, bro, tracking doesn't take that long. And it's not that hard. You know, mm-hmm. you just got to commit. You just got to be on top of it. And I'm pr- I promise you that it will, it will, it will really level you up in a lot of ways because you start to become familiar with your food yeah. and just find that balance between not getting like super like addicted to it. Yeah. You know, that's, but, that's the, the type. If you account for the lengths that people go to, to hit a keto diet, like fucking oh. finding a keto, you know, carb free cake recipe and shit. Oh yeah. You can look up macros. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and that's the other thing too, is like, you know, one of the beautiful things about counting is that it also will give you freedom. Like, people are always, like, doing these crazy diets, you know, whatever it is, if it's keto, if it's fat, like, whatever, whatever the fucking diet might be. But the main goal of the diet is to be in a calorie deficit. So, if you're someone who, like, let's say, like, let's say, like, I've met a lot of people who just don't want to eat necessarily, like, salads and fucking prep food. You know, they like eating chipotle and that's just fine, right? But guess what? Like, dude, you can track your, like, when I, when I lost my 80 pounds, dude. You know what my diet was? Dude, it was like I had like a protein bar in the morning, mm. which was not a processed protein bar. I had like a sub. I was having six uh, 12-inch Subway subs next door. I was working at Starbucks at the time. So I think I think I had like – so I was like eating like about 2,400 calories. But it was like definitely not the most high-quality nutrient-based foods. But I was losing tons of weight. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, it's like if you are someone who necessarily doesn't want to like – eat the healthiest foods and you track at least like you're going to be in parameters that are going to be you know what i mean like they're going to keep you like it's if it fits your macros man if that's a very classic you know style so yeah so that's been great in terms of getting people just start thinking about what's going in and remembering that you do want to be picking up the skill set if you want to improve your body composition so one thing i wanted to point out is so nunzi's clothing line Oh, Yo, dude. tell me what's going Nunzi on. Apparel, thanks for the dude. Let's go. Nunzi Apparel. Well, you know what? So, um, how much time do we have? We're two we're, minutes? Yeah, we're wrapping we're up. We're wrapping up. Okay. Let's hear it. Uh, it's like, you know, th- this is such a cool. This was all formulated through the universe saying you have to do it, you know, and, 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 and it came in the summertime. And, and when, you know, my whole life, like I said, I've always loved training my legs. I've always loved showing my legs. I was the guy, the, I, the amount of times I was bullied the in high school. Bro, I, I've been wearing short shorts since day one. What? And uh, tights, you know, and, and just being like, you know, bullied or made fun of or whatever. It could be. It's a crazy story behind it because then all of a sudden now in, the, in, in our world, it's like I, I found a niche that's been untouched. And the full line is going to be dropping in uh, spring, summertime. And we just launched a promotional sort of item, uh, the oversized Get Excited Tee. See, there's, it's called the Nunzi look. So picture it. It's the high socks coming mm-hmm. soon with the short short or the tight or the capri. And you're going to tuck in an oversized tee with the aviator glasses and a fanny pack. It's your boy Nunzi. It's like the Nunzi look, right? So we're going to create this look. But yeah, I'm really excited about it. You know, it's a lot of fun. And the shirt's dope. I mean, it's a chill shirt. You know what I mean? It's just a, it's one of those shirts where like we spend like, for me, it's funny because like I have so much clothing that I never fucking wear. Mm -hmm. You know, like I'm looking for my little rag beater that's like comfy because we're always at home now, right? Like Mm -hmm. I won't speak for everyone, but like I feel feel like through the pandemic, it's like, fuck, a lot of time at home, right? So I'm not wearing my tight fucking V-necks that I'm hitting the clubs in, right? So I'm just like, I want a chill fucking shirt and I'm always out of chill shirts. So it's like, dude. This fucking oversized tee, it's dope because you can like wear it to the gym, you can chill in it, sleep in it, 
you know, I always like to like wear it before I like pull out the singlet in the gym, you know, warm up. So yeah, yeah man, check it out. Nunsyapparel.com. Good Let's shit. Let's go, dude. So, yeah. and then, um, and you got so much shit going. Yeah, you're doing the TV show, dude. I like on the TV show. Man, so. <laughs> yeah, man. It'll um, be fun if I if I get it. I'll be cheering you on, man. I'll be like voting. Can you like <laughs> like <laughs> call this number to vote now <laughs> for your favorite avatar? <laughs> Good shit. A lot anyway. of new shit coming up the top and ten weeks out. And ten weeks out. Yeah, yeah. No, well, dude. A lot of cool stuff, you guys. We appreciate you. Be sure to check us out on uh, TikTok, Instagram, the Doctor Swan Nunzi Show. We're having a lot of fun on the quick vertical <laughs> check content. Our verticals. Yeah, so if you need a laugh and you want some good info, uh, definitely check it out. And uh, until, until next time. time. Ooh, Jinx, let's go. Get excited. <laughs> <laughs>